Hello and welcome to the Bizarro Briefs podcast. My name is Dave Eisenstatter. I am the editor of The Valley Advocate. I'm here with Trumpy. It hits 94.3. We're hey. in Hey, we're in uh, Northampton, Massachusetts, in your radio studio that I've called a cubicle before, but it's a studio. Right? I like You can call it a cubicle. Okay, great. I like it's it. It's where you do your work. It's a cube shape. We talk about the weird news of the week, and let's just get started. I'm down. I have one about an odd competition that I haven't heard of, but has been going on for about 15 years, it looks like. They just announced the winner. It's a toilet paper wedding dress competition. You make a very elaborate wedding dress out of toilet paper. This is, I think, based on a bridal shower game, but instead of just like, I guess what my, I've never seen this game play, but my guess is that you sort of like wrap the the bride to be in toilet paper and that's like there's supposed to be their dress or something right because what i'm thinking is is this the you create a dress out of toilet paper then put it on a human or do you wrap the human in the shape of a dress this is like this is an intricate like fashion phenomenon you take you can only use toilet paper and uh like very limited other items like tape and needle and thread <sighs> And you make these like crazy designs out of lace. So and things. you could use di- like different toilet papers because there's different quilted patterns. There's well, single ply, double it's, ply. It's actually it's um uh what's the word sponsored by one toilet paper company. So you have oh, to use their so you toilet have paper. Have to use theirs. Um, okay. So it's you know so but I think that you can use different like they have yeah. different like the eco one and the quilted one and the, you know for different uh, patterns these entrants they use between twelve and one hundred and twenty three rolls of toilet paper to create their dresses and the grand prize is ten thousand dollars oh so you spend well like, this isn't like you win like toilet paper and a trophy no 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 so you spend like thirty bucks on toilet wow. paper and you get. Ten thousand bucks back. So that's, that's pretty. That's pretty good. That makes it legit. Yeah, oh. and uh, the, and the winner is uh, I'm gonna butcher this. Mi, uh, Mimosa Hoska from Surfside Beach, South Carolina. Congratulations! Congratulations! You are the toilet paper bride. Yeah, the TP bride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got. Uh, I'm gonna go right into one here that involves the TSA. TP uh, to TSA. TP to TSA. That's what I thought. I thought it would work out. So this is a pretty simple story. Um, you know, you go through security at the airport. You know, they they inspect you. Yeah. Sometimes you might come off as suspicious, and they further investigate your luggage mm-hmm. and inspect it in its entirety. Well. That's what they did to this woman. She had 20 bags of flaming hot Cheetos in her bag. <laughs> right? Well, this is one like after your own heart. You're a, you're you love the snacks. You I love, love the, the, the crazy sna- snacks. I love when snack foods show up in pop culture in weird places and like here's the TSA got all all up in arms about flaming hot Cheetos. The woman was flying to South Korea. She had a carry-on with 20 bags. Flaming hot Cheetos, not available in South Korea. She's doing goodwill. And what does she do? Get harassed by the TSA about her Cheetos. They inspected every bag individually. And oh, like did a, did a little like wipe down to make sure it wasn't, I, I don't know what they do with their wipe down. Did they like open the bags? And, they like, did ruin- not oh, open. Them. Okay, so 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 she was able to take her snacks on. She was able to get through. 
Uh, but you know they still you know, come on flaming hot Cheetos. There's there's got to be technology in an X-ray <laughs> machine to be like those are Cheetos. Well, they I mean they inspect you for weird stuff now. I mean like you know the 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 shoe bomb happened, so now you got to yeah. take your shoes off uh. and like there you know there's like you can't have water in your water bottle, so you got to empty your water bottle because it could be. I don't know, like, what do you make a, a bomb out of chemicals and you just add water or something? And I, I don't actually know what the, what that one is. But Could be, man. I don't yeah. know, but Flaming Hot Cheetos mess with hot, TSA. Flaming Hot Cheetos actually sounds more dangerous than, <laughs> like, water in your water they bottle really to me. Do. You are not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. So I've got a pair of animal crises. Oh, I like um, this. That are, it's in different countries and they're dealing with them in different ways. Different problems that they're dealing with in different ways. Oh, boy. Um, so in... China, there was a big African swine fever swept over the pig population. So uh, there's a big like pork shortage in that country, large country. They eat a lot of pork. And so what are they doing? There are Chinese farmers that are breeding pigs that are the weight, the approximate weight of polar bears, which is like four times what uh, a pig would weigh. Um, this sounds... This sounds like you're not yet to the weird part, and I'm already kind of weirded out. Yeah. No, no, th- no. Look. This is, no, I am, no, I mean, maybe you don't think it's weird. I think it's weird. These pigs are four times the size of, like, of your normal pig. No, and I do just think bring- that's weird. I just thought maybe there was going to be a twist, like oh. a, a continued twist. Well, I mean, the twist is that, like, they, you know, they're, they need this food and like now they're like this is one farmer doing it maybe wow. like they're all gonna do it well, they're so all gonna do it. i thought maybe there was gonna be some kind of um they're breeding them they're this large and then maybe there's like some kind of uh you know well that's bull to, riding competition. i think that's to come well i was kind of when you said that i was kind of picturing like the pigs then got loose and then you have like polar bear yes. sized pigs that are like rampaging through china but i'm gonna be looking for that story <laughs> in the coming weeks as, um, we, as as we should that gets a bell okay meanwhile over in Scotland, a different issue. Sheep are farting, and they're causing a lot of greenhouse gases to go into the atmosphere. And Scotland apparently has a lot of sheep. So a team of Scottish scientists were recently awarded 250,000 pounds to research how to breed sheep that fart less. So there's like two like breeding things going on. Are we going to really breed away all of our problems with our, our livestock? Imagine That's this. the question I have. You're at a cocktail party and you run into these two guys. What do you do? Like, oh, well, I'm researching how to uh, genetically engineer sheep that don't fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you do? No, well, that's, that's what I do. Well, you know that they're going to those like high scale, you know, those upscale uh, uh, cocktail parties. Oh, these, are like, these are like, you know, these are these are scientists. scientists. Yeah, yeah, right. I have an animal story. Okay. Uh, this is a curious one. It's a Florida story as well. Oh, that's good. All right. Yeah, say Florida man. Florida returns to the Bizarre Brief yeah, podcast. A Florida man went out and got himself an alligator. Uh, and, you know, that's, you know, and when I mean went out and got himself an alligator, he went out and caught himself one, mm-hmm. brought it home. Why did he do that, you ask? Yes, you're I, curious. I, I am. I am curious. Uh, two reasons. One, he wanted an alligator to bite his arm. <laughs> okay, Why? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. That's where our information ends. Yes. But then he also fed the alligator beer afterwards, maybe as a thank you. So the alligator did bite the, did the man's bite arm. Him. And uh, so this guy, mission accomplished, like he got what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And then he fed the alligator beer. Yes. And then? And then, you know, there was, you know, charges filed because, you know, you filmed it. And- <laughs> 
And then they figure out who you were. But he did put the alligator back into the wild. But uh, Did you yeah. watch the video? No. Oh, okay. No, I did not. Sometimes I'm I'm okay. Yeah, right. Don't but need yeah, to see you it. know, like, hey, I want an alligator to bite my arm. Nobody says that ever. I, yeah, but so, yeah, I just, so many, like, why do you want, like, do you just want an alligator bite? Do you think it's a radioactive alligator that's going to give you super alligator powers? I, maybe you just thought like, you'd get a... A viral video out of it and maybe get some kind of m- some money. But not it. even you were compelled to watch the video. And you're that interested. Is right. and, so and, so and, how viral a video could this be? Yeah. Apparently not. Yeah. Uh, you might have gotten like a alligator virus, though. Like a different kind of viral situation. Okay. On to the. So I've got. So on to the mini animals. Ooh, so, more animals. Yeah. This is going to be like a. It's like a. We've got a whole zoo worth of um, weird news this week. So this is two different ways that different places are interacting with small creatures. Recently, there was a big article about, um, in some parts of South America, Colombia, Peru, Bolivia, guinea pigs are eaten. That's like part of their thing. <gasps> yeah. But but there there's a new delicacy in town for these countries that enjoy guinea pig-based food. Ice cream. Guinea, guinea pig, pig ice cream. Flavored ice cream. I mean, why not? Guinea pigs, you know, your thing. It's yeah. We, you know. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's. Kind of, I mean, when I first heard about this one, it was like kind of upsetting. But then you kind of think like, well, you know, I eat meat too. You know, right? It's like but a, we just don't eat guinea pigs. We don't eat guinea pigs. We and might we don't, be missing out. And we don't eat them as ice cream. But apparently, no. it's it's like a, they make it into a pate, and then they add milk and cream, and they refrigerate it, and uh, and it is apparently very tasty. I'm just going to go out and say, oh, guinea pig tastes like chicken, and chicken would not, chicken-flavored ice cream would not be good. Some of the other flavors that they have, beetles and mushrooms. So the different kind of conception of what ice cream is, I think, hmm. other parts of the world. I'm going to stick with mint chocolate chip. <laughs> okay, so that's one way. Back to Scotland. Oh, boy. Um, there was a hedgehog on the tarmac when a pilot was trying to take off an airplane, and the pilot didn't want to crush the hedgehog. So they waited a really long time. They instructed, they told the passengers, there's a hedgehog on the tarmac. And everybody on this Scottish plane was like, oh, well, don't harm the hedgehog. Let's wait a long time to let the hedgehog pass. And the hedgehog eventually passed, and they took off the airplane. Couldn't they just have someone go out and move the hedgehog? Uh, yeah, they're, they're not big creatures. Maybe it was too spiky. Hedgehogs are aren't they sharp? Yeah, but I think they're no. I think they look sharp, but they're not. Oh, is that true? They're not I don't like know a, if it's true. <laughs> I thought that I thought that they were sharp. It's like a it's like a it's like a slightly less sharp porcupine. That's oh, my idea of a hedgehog. I, I think I I have no idea. But uh, let me show. Let, let me throw a really quick one at you. I, I love my home state of New Jersey when it makes it into the Bizarro, which podcast. is often New Jersey. This is a quick one, real simple. Two women uh, in New Jersey have been arrested for trying to cheat at bingo at church. <laughs> Seventy, a seventy-one-year-old and a thirty-eight-year-old together came up with a clever scheme, uh, and 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 it worked. They won two hundred dollars. <laughs> they cheated to win $200 and now are facing uh, $1,500 in fines. And I would imagine they're not going to be welcomed back to bingo. And there'll be bingo, uh, uh, there'll be a bingo blackout for them. Yeah, they'll like be, there'll be a bingo blackball. Yeah. Is that like a, yeah. Uh, yes. uh, that's, yeah. Well, that's, um, you know, cr- it's like crime doesn't pay, right? 
You know what I mean? You win 200 bucks, you, you're going to be fined by, what? what is it, like 10 times? Not quite 10 times that, but almost. Don't cheat at bingo. But yeah. how did they cheat? What was what was their uh, scheme? You know, that, that, you know, they leave the really good stuff out of these stories sometimes. You know, they probably didn't want to invite copycat That's criminals. Right. They don't want you to, uh, yeah. I, I didn't actually realize that, that, like, you won money for bingo. I just thought it was, like, sort of prestige and, like, maybe you win, like, a little happy trophy or trophy, something. Yeah. But I guess there are cash prizes hey, for, for some of these. I've got kind of a weird one to end on. All right. Um, so there was a man who donated to a fertility clinic in Oregon, and he was told that only a maximum of five offspring were going to be made from his donation, which kind of seems like a lot. You know, you donate some sperm, they're going to get like five kids out of that. So, you know, if I had signed a contract for, like that, I would have been like, oh, yeah, maximum of five. That's like... You know, probably going to be like one, if that. 17 children were fathered out of this donation. And the man is suing the fertility clinic for $5.25 million in damages. And apparently his offspring are so widespread that they, some of them went to school with his kids that he had with his own, like, wife. Oh, okay. So now I'm seeing where this is getting weird. Well, it's it's weird. So I was like, what does it matter if you have five or 17? But if you have 17 and you live in the same area, you now have your genetic kids are, offspring. Your kids are everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. So that is that. I see that being. Yeah, that's that's bizarre, man. I mean, it is a breach of contact con, contract, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, well, may, I mean, you know, maybe you don't want 17 plus kids. Well, they, this there. just increases like all kinds of weird genetic things. Like your kids don't know they're in a class with like a half brother or sister relationships Whoa, like you know the, yeah it, it, that it, is kind of scary know, five is one number but like 17 that's a, that's, a, that's a much larger number and i could see now why i'm like what does it matter but i guess if i was thinking at first what's it matter i mean maybe he's in seattle you know they they 17 kids across the country but if these were all in you know like the seattle area yeah that's that's a lot and yeah. and that could lead to all kinds of uh, several levels of weirdness yeah all right get get your money then your five million dollars yeah good luck Thanks for listening to the Bizarre Briefs podcast. Check us out on valleyadvocate.com. Give us a like on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Don't forget to listen to my radio show.